What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Straight Up Sabres, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and the Charging Buffalo. As always, I'm Brendan. And I'm Taylor. And Taylor, that was one ugly loss to the Dallas Stars as the Sabres fell on Sunday. We are recording this just after 4.30 here. Oh, boy, that was an ugly one. Pretty much nobody on the team looked good today, I thought. Uh, Very few exceptions of guys maybe having like a few good plays here and there. But across the board, it was ugly. The defense was terrible. They really could not generate much offense. I mean, the middle stat line looks just completely lost. Casey looks like the 2019 version of himself as compared to the 2021 version of himself. I mean, Robert Hag, him and Pesic had a good start to the game, but Hag, he allows Rupins to score pretty much just like completely unbothered in front of the net and just did made no effort to tie him up on Hintz's goal, which was, I believe, the second goal of the game. I mean, they couldn't get anything going to maintain possession in the offensive zone. They couldn't even bring the puck through the neutral zone into the offensive zone. It was it was ugly. Nobody really looked good. Yeah, Casey Fitzgerald, I thought, was was pretty bad today. I know he's had a few moments throughout the season where he's looked okay, but I don't know if he's really doing it for me. We can get into him a little bit more specifically. But, you know, and then on top of that, you're down four to one. Well, you go down four to one after the star score power play goal. And within less than a minute, they get a, they get another penalty. Yeah. I mean, it, it was just it felt like everything that could have went wrong for them today did go wrong. And I think worst of all, I listened to and or I should say I watched the Dallas Stars broadcast of the game. And every time Cody Eakin touched the puck, they referred to him as the ginger ninja. So that might be the most horrifying part of this entire game but uh, what, yeah, what thoughts, is ninja like about him i i don't know it's a great question yeah it's really deeply disturbing to listen to not a fan of that no um so a few things first of all i'm glad we don't play dallas more than twice a year yeah uh first of all they seem to have our number they they're a tough team to play they you know they're not great they're on the playoff bubble i think right now let me look they are tied with Edmonton for the last playoff spot or wait. Yes. They're tied with Edmonton 61 points. So, you know, they're a mediocre team, but they're tough to play against in terms of their defensive style. Like they're tough to get quality chances against all the Sabres had a few good chances in the third period, but also like they're kind of dirty. I didn't really notice that before, but like Sagan and Ben both today, with, with different plays, Sagan obviously speared Darlene right in his manhood. Darlene's been having a, a rough go of it lately with uh, getting unpenalized dirty heads. And Ben, too, today, going after, I forgot who, unprovoked. Just, I don't know. I didn't like that. But, yeah, I agree with uh, what you're saying. I think the Sabres' offense, although they've continued to score a little bit, like they haven't been getting shut out. Well, actually, they got shut out against Montreal, so maybe I should uh, – they – that offense does not look good. Like the attack looks pretty feeble in my opinion, even they had 23 shots in the third period. And did they look like how many of them were good chances? Like they're, they're taking many. bad shots. Yeah. They're, it they're was not, bad. Yeah. It, I don't know. And then I guess Friday night, no real complaints outside of Tokarski. Tokarski is really the reason they lost that game. And well, I guess we should bring up, we recorded right before the Montreal game on Wednesday and wow, what an embarrassment. The absolute worst effort of the season. I don't really care that Montreal is a new coach and they're playing a little bit different or that Cole Caulfield's gotten it going a little bit. They're the worst team in the league and one of the worst teams I've ever seen. And the Sabres got rolled 
for nothing by them. So not great. Not great on the offense. Six uh, in a row now they've lost, game. right? Yep. So I don't love it. It's been a really it. bad run. It's it's been a really bad run. I mean, and it's it's not even a matter of them just running into teams that are like you said overpowering them. You know, we're talking about Montreal here. Um, in the case of but Dallas, you I mean, just let Jake Ottinger get thirty eight saves on you. That's like their fourth goalie. No, he's like their starter. In reality, he's their. He's I mean, won, now, he's, after today, he's won eight of their last. He's one of eight of his last ten. Jake Ottinger, man, I don't know. I mean, they made him look like Ed Belfour. They really did. No, they did. I mean, there wasn't really many high quality chances there. It was, it was a pretty lackluster and disheartening effort. And again, you know, we're talking six in a row. Now they've lost the offense really hasn't been there. Your defense. I mean, there's, you know, next year you're looking at Darlene Samuelson, as we talked about recently, Darlene Samuelson power and, Pesic, maybe if the heat doesn't get traded and otherwise you're going to need two right-handed defensemen. I mean, you're going to need to get another top six forward here. Uh, who knows actually if that even happens. I mean, in reality, we're going to be more so looking at getting some of the guys out of here, like Olofsson, for example, him too. I mean, he's been nice and useless lately. Um, you know, I know he finally scored after, I believe it was like four years since his last goal when he had uh, scored the other day, but you know, he's been just lost. I mean, they all have, they, they haven't been able to do anything. And I, I also want to go back to metal stat too. I know we keep jumping around because it's just like, things are just so bad right now. And, you know, while, as we all know, it's, it's, a, it's about the development this year and everything, my God, these February games, they wear on you just year after year after year of just getting our asses whooped, you know, in, in January and February, it just, it's, it takes a toll, but Casey Metalstat, man, I, I'm really hoping, and I'm curious if you think this, do you think that this is just him needing to get back into game shape a bit more here, or are we just completely reverted back to the, you know, 2019 version of him, as I alluded to earlier? Well, I'm willing to give him a little bit more time to find out. Yeah. Uh, the, like they really should be. That's one of the things they should be focusing on these last two months, but it's, it's not great. I don't think I've seen anything from him this year that makes me think like, yeah, I, Love to have him back next year. He's an important part of the future. I really don't know. It's it's uh, been really discouraging. Obviously, part of that is luck and injuries and whatnot. But, yeah, I haven't loved it. I will say this. So the positives from today, basically everyone's negative. Tage, really cool goal. Yeah. He continues to use size and speed to kind of create shooting lanes for himself. So that's encouraging. Kind of makes us all feel more sustainable. Uh, Darlene created some chances on offense he he was moving around the zone while i thought i can't speak to the other end of the ice but like i thought he was pretty solid and then uh, i guess credit where it's due that was an impressive goal by cody eakin yeah i mean Congrats. i remember the last time that line scored but the ginger ninja jesus christ um yeah that's that's not a thing we're not gonna let that become a thing it's really hard. i mean aside from tage though realistically it's just it's hard to feel good about anything really these days. Yeah. What do we have to hold on to? I mean, and my God, and, and if this, if things are this bad now, what's going to happen after, you know, some of these deadline moves, like what if they end up getting an offer for Anderson? 
that can make this look even worse oh, potentially man. if there's a team that's really, really goalie depraved and they want to just have some sort of a veteran <laughs> backup. <laughs> goalie depraved. They have depraved like who's we're goalie depraved, I believe. We are somebody even more. Well, I, I guess in their backup sense, like for their backup goal. Yeah, yeah I, mean. I think you mean deprived. Deprived. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're the depraved ones here, pal. Depraved goaltending is starting like Malcolm Subban, <laughs> Michael Hauser, Dustin Tokarski, Aaron Dell. That's depraved. They are in, all right. They are in need of a backup goalie, a team that is in need of a backup goalie. If they come calling and you get an asset for Craig Anderson. I mean, you pretty much have to do it. The guy is 41 years old. He's not going to be here next year. You may as well do it. He's been their most consistent option in net this year, and it hasn't even been that great. But again, this has the potential to get even worse and get even more frustrating and ugly. And I mean, God, I hope they don't trade Pesic because he's probably been the most consistent defenseman night in and night out for them. Um, yeah. not the best, and I want to bring him back. most consistent. I know I would love for him to come back on a, a couple year deal here, but if he ends up getting moved, I mean, March is not going to be March and April will not be fun. No. So I'm looking at, uh, some of these teams that could potentially need a goalie. I don't know if the East is really the answer. I wonder if the Rangers want to hold on to Georgiev is not at a good year at all. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. The West, though, I mean, could Colorado use a backup? Not really. No. No. St. Louis, definitely not. Their backup's their starter now. Yep. Uh, Minnesota. No. Nashville? Maybe? Nashville's not giving up assets. UC Saros is playing every game in the playoffs. Right. They're not going to give up assets for Craig Anderson. And they have David Riddich, I think, right behind him. Yeah. Dallas? No, you don't really need to worry about it there. No, Calgary? God, I don't even know. Maybe. I don't know either. I feel uh, like, it, I mean, it's not obviously going to come at a, a high cost. So in reality, it could be anybody. Plus, we'll see. Who knows? Maybe somebody gets hurt in the next couple of weeks. That would be big for this, I guess. Because let's see, just to round it out, LA doesn't. Vegas? I don't know. Leonard's hurt, so maybe Vegas. Edmonton? Edmonton could. Honestly, I know they're, you know, feeling good about Mike Smith, but if they want to trade Mike Smith for a guy who's even older than Mike Smith, that could be, you know, it's very liberally using the phrase feeling good there. (laughs) Yeah. God, Edmonton. They're kind of in danger of falling out of the playoff race again. Like I said, they're tied for the eighth seed right now. And you have to think Vegas is going to pick it up now that Eichel's back. They've been brutal. I mean, I know they haven't had Laner, and they, they just yeah. have been brutal, though. What have they lost, like five or six or something like that, I think? Let's see. What is their uh, – looks like they've – yes, five of six. Yeesh. Could this be because of the return of Jack Eichel? Maybe he's a locker room <laughs> cancer. Worth discussing. It'd just be very People funny if they miss the playoffs. This. I mean, eventually they're going to make the playoffs and make a playoff run with Eichel, but it'd be very funny if you're one, like they just miss the playoffs. I mean, he hasn't had it as tough as Ristolainen though, considering Ristolainen was around like a year and a half in the NHL before Eichel. And now is in a almost as bad of a situation in Philadelphia. So yikes! that's it though. He's a free agent. So he can decide to go to a winning team. If anyone will have him. That'll be interesting to see if he ends up getting moved. Yeah, I 
wonder if Philadelphia wants to sign him. I don't know. I highly doubt it. Yeah, but then you have to kind of own a mistake, you know, if you're Chuck Fletcher. Yeah, but then are you – but is it – wouldn't it be worse to double down on a mistake that's going to probably oh, cost you north of 5 or $6 million? It would, but I just – they absolutely should move on. But, like, that's – I think some sometimes GMs think like that. Like, well, I gave up a first-round pick for this guy to not even upgrade from – a first and a third, right? To not even upgrade really from Robert Hag. That's tough. Yikes. Yeah. Tough. tough yikes, tough. yikes, yikes. So – Unfortunately, there are more Sabres games to come uh, in this this coming week. Why would you say that? Yeah, probably not before we talk again. Maybe. Maybe we'll – I don't know. We haven't figured out the schedule yet, but maybe on uh, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're playing the Leafs on Wednesday night, so maybe maybe we talk during the game. Maybe we talk after. Well, we'll see. Ooh, that could be fun. Yeah. yeah, but that's they don't play again, so they don't have a very busy week, but they're hosting the Wild on Friday. The Wild have been – a I think for the first time, like a decently high scoring team. I can't remember another time the wild were, or maybe last year I got started with. Yeah. I think Kaprizov is like totally kind of turned them around. So I, we've mentioned this stat before, like there's only three teams that have never had a hall of famer. I mean, Vegas and Seattle are the obvious ones, but Minnesota is the other one. Hall of famers never played for them. Crazy. We'll see if Eric Stahl gets in, but mm-hmm. as of now it's zero. And remain that way for at least five years. What a crazy stat. Yeah, seriously. So they're going to go almost three decades in the NHL without having one. Wow. Well, I guess that can make us feel a little bit better. At least we have, have a few of those, but can I ask you, Taylor, yeah. what is going to, what's going to make this better? Like what is going to make the rest of the season better? The rest of the season? Uh, I don't, don't know. <laughs> to be honest, I guess the real answer is waiting like a month, month and a half and Quinn's back and maybe powers here too. And maybe, I'm, we probably don't see Devin Levi in the NHL, but the Sabres signed Devin Levi, so you're yeah. you're sure he's going to be here eventually. Who knows? Maybe he does. That'd be great. And then, yeah, seeing power for the first time, that'll be nice. And uh, if Middlestat's able to pick it up. I mean, I don't know. Darlene, I guess. Keep going. Tage, maybe getting 30 goals. Something worth rooting for. Skinner, yeah. maybe getting 30 goals. Staying ahead of Montreal. Oh God! All that fun stuff. All of it. It's really great. Really, really great stuff. <laughs> great. We love it. Awesome. We love it. Here's the thing. A thing. Um, to get your mind off the Sabers. Yeah. Here's the thing. Can we? Uh, can you name the the Hall of Famers that have played for the other teams? What do you mean? So Florida. Who's their Hall of Famer? Uh, Pavel Bure. Yeah, is Bure in the Hall of Fame? He must be, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be Florida's. Also, is Yager in the Hall of Fame yet? Or no, he re- retired too recently. Yeah, that's a good question, actually. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. I'm sure Bure is in the Hall of Fame. He, I mean, he yeah. Oh, no. Bure is. Yeah. Is Newendike? He might be. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Bure played for them, but he's got to be in the Hall of Fame. So what about Tampa? That's an easy one. Dave Anderchuk. Yeah, San Luis too. Oh, San Luis, right? Did you see San Luis hired uh, his old pal, Vinny, Vinny LeCavalier? Yeah, bringing back the 2004 Lightning. There you go. Uh, Boston, that's easy. I mean, there's a billion of them. Ray Bork. <laughs> yeah, uh, another easy one, Detroit. 
Uh, Steve, Stevie Y. Yeah. Ottawa. Mm. Dominic Hasek. Yep. I think it's a trick question. I think he's their only one. Oh, is he? I don't think Alfredson's in. No, I don't. I think you're right. Uh, here's a tough one. Buffalo. <laughs> uh, Pat LaFontaine. Hmm. What about Montreal? You think any of these fellows? Oh man. I, I can't think of anybody. Uh, how about, uh, how about Patrick Wah? That's a good one. I was going to say boom, boom, Jeffrey on boom, boom. <laughs> Great name. Carolina. Ron Francis. Yep. Uh, yeah, another real tough one. Pittsburgh. <laughs> uh, Luigi. Oh, Luigi. Mario. Yes. Mario. Damn. Luigi. Does that make like Wayne Gretzky while Luigi? Yes. Damn. Exactly what it does. All right. Let's see. Let's get some tougher ones here. We're going to skip some of these easy ones. Well, here's a weird one. The Rangers. Uh, Mark Messier. Yeah. Here's a harder one. Name a Hall of Famer who played the majority of their career with the Rangers. I don't think you can do it. It's impossible. Uh, Mike Richter's not in the Hall of Fame, right? No. Sadly, discrimination against Americans. <laughs> um, oh, that's a, that is a good one. Yeah, I don't know who played the majority of the career. Brian I guess you could Lee? say he in the hall. Yeah, I guess it would be majority for him. Um, yeah. You could say Roger Gilbert, the recently departed Roger Gilbert, their all-time points leader. Wow, wow. Uh, Washington. Um, I, can I do like a cheat one? The Yamir Yager, like true, that works. Yeah, Colorado, that's that's an easy one. Joe Sackick, yeah. All right, Nashville, Paul Korea. There we go. I think he might be the only one. Uh, Dallas, Mike Madano, true. The peg. Timu Solani. No. What? Timu Solani didn't play for the peg. Yes, he Timu did. Solani played for the Phoenix Coyotes. <laughs> in terms of current franchise situations. Oh, you're saying, oh my God. Okay. Well, I thought we could have at least went by that, but um Uh, I know this, don't I? And I'm just, I think, you know, it, I, I think I do too. Kari Lettinen, obviously. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, who, who is it? Who is it for them? Hosa and Chelios. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Chelios is a tough one. He only played like 10 games there. Yeah. No Hosa though. That's a good one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see what else is tough on here. The Coyotes. I guess you already got one for the Coyotes. You already got team. Yeah. Also, Howard Chuck. Yeah. Uh, Calgary's easy. LA's easy. Vegas, no. Edmonton, too easy. Anaheim? Is that tough? No. Paul Korea. <laughs> Paul Korea and Timu Solani. And Timu. And Niedemeyer and Pronger. Yep. Yep. 
And someday Trevor's address. Adam Oates too, right? Oh, Adam Oates. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, a good thing you do on this quiz, if you ever did it in the future, is just say Paul Coffey. Because he's on like a third of the teams, yeah. Uh, oh, man. Can you name a Vancouver one that isn't the Sedins? Uh, I don't even know if the Sedins are in yet. Are they in yet? I don't think they are yet. All right. Um, a Vancouver one. Well, I mean, Pavel Bure again. But um, what can we do besides him? Well, I'm going to just go with Pavel Bure. It'll still count. Who else is there? Uh, Igor Larionov, oh, yeah, Cam Neely, yep. Mark Messier, mm. Matt Sundin, and Bure. So, in the Sedins at some point soon, probably. All right, is that oh, what about Columbus? Ooh, He's a, a Selkie winner, one of the only guys to win a Selkie while scoring over 100 points. Oh, Sergey Fedorov, yep, yep, very briefly played on the, the Blue Jackets. I would imagine that most people don't remember that. No, yeah, brief stint. Wow. Yeah, and then is there? Let's see, San Jose. That's the last one. Uh, well, Timu Solani for one. Um, yeah. And then uh, who else is there? Wasn't Rob Blake? Blah, 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 Rob Blake with uh, yeah, the yeah. Sharks for a little bit. I believe he was their captain. Yeah. So I'm still I'm looking at this list. I don't know why it's. God, the Hockey Writers website is an absolute nightmare. Just absolute nightmare working with this. All right, Doug Wilson played for them. Oh, yeah, of course. Igor Larionov played for them. I did not remember that. Me neither. Wow. And Sergei Makarov of the uh, CCCP. Timu, like you said. Oh, Ed Belfour. When was that? Uh, 90. Well, hold on. I'm going to accept my phone because this website is an absolute nightmare. Jesus, the hockey writers. Come on. I'm going to look this up at Belfort because I'm guessing it's between Chicago and Dallas. Uh, let's see. Ed Belfort. I'm correct, but it was very brief in 97. He played 13 games for them. Wow. I wonder why Chicago traded him. Huh. huh. Yeah, he was kind of old when we played him in the cup, huh? Yeah, what was he, probably mid-30s at that point? Oh, he was 33. That's not that old. But yeah, he played till 2007 with Florida. Wow. Good for him. Good for you, Ed Belfour. Way to go, Ed. Yeah. Way to go. Taylor, do you have any uh, recommendations or any thoughts that you'd like to share before we wrap up? Let's see. Yes, I do have a recommendation. If you have HBO Max... Kimmy, which was a Steven Soderbergh uh, movie, just came out, HBO Max exclusive. Uh, it's kind of like uh, it's Zoe Kravitz stars in it. It's like a rear window, modern day technology, COVID, all this stuff. Okay. Good good take on the, the mini genre of rear window type movies. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, it's a good time. And I have the opposite of a recommendation. The new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie on Netflix. Real bad awful oh my god brendan there is a scene where there's like hipster type guys are partying on a bus and leatherface comes on there and revs his chainsaw and the dude goes try anything and you're canceled bro oh no yeah i can feel my soul leaving my body watching that movie good to know i will not be seeing that then yeah 
I don't know. I don't think you do very well with horror usually, right? Yeah, I'm not really yeah. the biggest fan of it. I so like you should bad. save that, you know, when you have, you know, you're feeling like um, brave, you want to watch a movie, save it for when the movie doesn't suck. Okay, good to know. Yeah, that's that's my advice. Don't watch shitty movies. Don't waste your, like, you know, one or two horror movies a year on this. Well, honestly, getting a, a, recommend, uh, a recommendation and an anti-recommendation, that makes for a good start to the week. That's a good Monday. Yeah. Now you guys know what to do. There we go. Perfect. And like, yeah, Kimmy's not too long. It won't take up too much of your time. And hey, when, when has Steven Soderbergh ever led you astray? Never that I could think of. Yeah, never. Nope. Well, my recommendation is everybody get tickets to go to the Sabres Wild game on Friday because my band is playing in the pregame and in the intermissions. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So should be fun. Yeah, tell the people what your band's name is. Slow Animals. My band Slow Animals is playing. Yes. We are in two uh, bands. I am in two. We're an alt rock cover band. And then my original band, actually, if you're looking for some fun plans on Friday, March 11th, we're having our EP release party at Buffalo Ironworks. Gonna be a great time. Gonna pack the house there. Very, very cool. Excited for that. So if you're interested in that, go check out my personal twitter it's on there or just go to buffalo ironworks website actually buffaloironworks.com march 11th my band's name is canadis and it's gonna be a lot of fun so hopefully you could come hang out one of these next couple fridays yeah for sure for sure maybe we should do a straight up sabers watch party where we don't watch the sabers we just watch your band okay i like that idea a lot actually maybe we could do it while my band is playing during a sabers game and then we intentionally not watch the game yeah <laughs> we just leave really lean all into right it. that's what we came here for <laughs> exactly all right everybody well hey before we go taylor do you think we should hear from our, our friends from DraftKings? no we always hear from them okay <laughs> no all right so hoops fans the latest hoops. offer from hoops the latest offer from DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nba is too good to pass up i'm talking between the legs 360 windmill good Wow. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't av- available in your state yet, you can still take a shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sports, Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible, gambling, responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN red line 1-800-889-9789. Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. And folks, it is not too late. What's that? Yeah. I don't think it's too late, I'm pretty sure, uh, to vote for DeMar DeRozan, MVP. I think you still have time. Oh, I mean, he's going to win. I don't even know if you need the votes necessarily. I think he's secured it. Do you really think so? Or no, I don't think so. No, I I hope he does. That'd be what a great story. That would be. It'd be awesome. I think right now I haven't looked at the odds, but I think he would probably. Yeah. 
him, Embiid, and, and Giannis, I think, are like the top three, and then DeRozan's four, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, the three centers, who are all better, but like, hey, come on. DeRozan's not going to have another chance to win MVP. Yeah, that's already has two. Fun. Jokic has one. Embiid's going to be able to win MVP at some point. Right. <laughs> let, let, let the old it. man have one. I agree. I, I'm firmly in favor of this. Yeah, good stuff. I don't all think right. the Bulls are in first anymore, though, unfortunately. I think they're all in right, second now. Man. Sorry. It's all right. Brutal. Doesn't matter. Seating doesn't matter. Bring on the playoffs. Give me playoff to Rosen. Playoff to Rosen. That's <laughs> historically not been a good thing. I know. I know. In this brave new world. Fingers crossed. This is a new and improved to Rosen. So yeah, he's he finally is playing in a, a real NBA city that cares about basketball, has yep. deep roots. Yep. I like those bozos in Toronto and San Antonio. I know. I know. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, that seems like a good place for us to leave things. Anything else you'd like to add, Taylor? Yeah, my random former Sabres player. The episode is Mike Funk. Ooh, Mike Funk. Okay, cool, cool. It's really um, tragic that he didn't end up being better because we could have like signs that say like we got the funk. Feeling funky. A really, really, really big disappointment. Maybe the biggest disappointment from those 2000 Sabres teams. Yeah. Nothing else comes to mind as being a bigger disappointment. Well, who should I go with? My random former Sabres player is Jordan Leopold. Mm, he was not? pretty good. Yeah, he I wasn't think. too bad. All yeah. right. Well, everybody, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Straight Up Sabres presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and the Charging Buffalo. Make sure you're checking out both of the presenters of this podcast on their respective websites, whatever streaming platform you're currently using to listen to this episode and whatever social media platforms you're active on. And speaking of social media, make sure you're following Straight Up Sabres on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. There you could also find our personal accounts to throw us a follow as well. And again, wherever you are listening to this podcast, Make sure you are either following, subscribing, and if you can give us a rating, give us a nice and high one. We would very much appreciate it. Finally, make sure you're using that promo code THPN at checkout with DraftKings Sportsbook to take advantage of great deals. We'll be back with a brand new episode on Thursday, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. This has been Straight Up Sabres.